good evening, not morning, and <laughs> welcome to Duality Podcast. I'm your host, Ash, and I'm here with our special guest, Jason. Thank you so much for being here. No uh, no problem. Thank you for having me on the show. Of course, Appreciate of course. It. Yeah, like I'm really excited to get into this topic today. I know we had a really great conversation about um, a lot of things. Yeah, we went into a lot of different topics. Um, it was really good to, like, catch up, you know, like, uh, I know we know each other from a different time of life, and then for us to, like, reconnect and just kind of be on the same page about a lot of different things was, like, super nourishing. I always find that really cool, mm. you know, when you haven't seen people in a while, and then you talk, and it's like, oh, wow, like, we're on the same vibe, though, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I actually, it was it was really wonderful to, to know that, like, you know, after all the time that um we had separated, like, coming back, we were able to, like, discuss so many different things that really meant a lot not only to me but I'm sure to you as well for sure yeah yeah you know and which led us to the topic of presenting ourselves as we are like coming as we are into spaces wherever we are at whatever point we are whether that's even to ourselves Mm. you know and um yeah like that was kind of like the way that we can have that grounding point of this conversation simultaneously, like explore all the other things that come up for us. And, you know, I asked you the question, like, who are you at this time in life? You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, um, when we first had that conversation, I, I just, you know, kind of felt that I was just who I am. And I, I still feel that way. You know, um, I am who I am, regardless of what others tried to, depict me as or perceive me as I'm just myself and you know whatever comes throughout the day comes throughout the day um throughout the weeks throughout the months years um I see myself as a collection of my experiences and I try to move forward in my life through those experiences yeah that's a really eloquent way to put it you know I feel like like, I feel like my answer was, like, silly, but also real um, in the way of, like, I think I said, like, something like, I'm a hot girl he- healing being at the moment, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, what I mean by that is just, like, I call, I call it, like, humans, like, human beings. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you know, I refer to, like, like children as beings. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my niece, she's Lena Bean. Amelia, I don't call her Amelia Bean, I just call her Bean, <laughs> you know? Um well, y'all we have to kids. sprout at some point. Yeah, you know, yeah. The beans do sprout they and do. they grow more. So oh, beans sprout. Yeah, <laughs> you know, dimensional things. A friend of mine like literally says that to me all the time. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, so it's like a uh, reason I said that is just because like, you know, I joke around. And I say like, oh, it's like it's a hot girl healing summer. Mm-hmm. You know, I say that like I had I didn't say it last year, but I I initiated it the year before, mm-hmm. and it and it certainly was right. And I feel like it's. It's that again, but in a different way. And um, and that's where I've currently been feeling like in my life. Like I feel like this theme of my life is embodiment to like the application of all that I know mm-hmm. um, and to, to let that like kind of create this like metamorphosis of who I am and like who I see myself being and um, giving grace to the space in between and like the awkward haircut in between and like the fluctuation of weight and like skin stuff and like all these different things that come up in the in-betweens of like who we are and who we strive to be i feel like that's where the authenticity comes through because uh 
a lot of the time we try to present ourselves in a certain way for other people. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, that, that does take a lot of energy when you're spending so much time trying to be a version of yourself that really isn't authentic to who you are. Absolutely. And when you, when you look at yourself in that way and you say, you know what, regardless of what I'm going through, how I'm feeling, I'm going to be me and I'm going to be authentic to who I am. Eventually, all the right things, you know, kind of fall into place for you, at least in my opinion. Uh, from my own experiences, I've seen that when I do present myself in a way where like, okay, I'm, I'm being this version of myself because I'm around a certain group of people or because I'm dealing with, you know, uh, another thing, I, I'm not really being authentic to who I am. Mm. And I want to be that version of myself who is authentic. I want to grow from who I am. I want to know, like, regardless of what people tell me, regardless of the things that I've been through, all that, it's an accumulation that I've built up and learned from and really be able to use that to my best advantage moving forward in any situation. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's imperative to, you know, to honor ourselves like that, to be like, yeah, like this is what I feel like I deserve for myself to present myself just authentically rather than to like conform to what I imagine people to want out of me, mm -hmm. you know? And that's like, it's a lot easier said than done because like you can be a person that's like defiant, you know, of uh, social norms and things like that and still find yourself like people pleasing for the people that you love, you know, or you think you love or whatever the case is, you know? And it's just like getting honest with yourself about that, mm -hmm. <laughs> despite like any uncomfortable feelings that come up with that being a reality and like having to like navigate through it um i find has been like my medicine to mm. to to be able to actually you know present myself fully like it's like i i don't feel like i wasn't presenting myself authentically um like i wasn't like making myself someone else but i was stunting myself like i was like putting myself in um in a cage like yeah almost like boxing limit. yourself in yeah yeah like putting a ceiling there because like every time i would exceed that limit it would make everyone else uncomfortable around me. And it's like, you know, you, when you're in that or you're committed to that, uh, it could definitely leave you feeling uh, indifferent because, you know, you don't want to even have to deal with that um, in the way of like, Okay, I know if I over if I communicate too much in this area in this space, like that people aren't going to be open to that. Like they're not going to be the most. It's not going to be the most optimal situation. It's going to get uncomfortable because mm -hmm. they might not be able to meet me where I'm at. So instead of like, which funny enough, like the um, earlier I was on uh, Maker Park Radio with Kimbra. Shout out to Kimbra and, and Frequencies and having me on that show. And we did a, a show on uh, breakup songs, like radio show so like people submitted breakup mm. songs but then there was like some segments where we we're speaking and something that kimber said was like you know acceptance like acceptance is so important in relationships like whether it's a breakup or whether it's like initiating a relationship like the acceptance of one another and it's like well how can you accept someone uh if they aren't presenting themselves as they are you know how can you accept yourself if you're not presenting yourself as you are which is what tends to lead to breakups. Like, mm -hmm. it's like, cause you're one or both of those things are happening and there's not acceptance of it, you know? And then there's the flip side of that where if you're starting something new and it's it's scary or, you know, whatever the case is, like just accepting yourself, like, am I being as authentic to myself 
in this situation at this time. And it's like, you know, you can only do that by being in the present moment. And I feel like I never regret when I'm like just authentic to myself. Like if I go back on everything, like, you know, even if it's cringy, like I'm like, <laughs> okay, but like, that was as authentic to myself as I could be in that moment. And like, I can, I can accept it. You mm. know, I feel like I had a, I, I was on another interview. Um, there's, there's a, a really dope local podcast called Chai with Ant and like um, our episode is going to come out next week and we just recorded it on Sunday and like there was moments where because like I was being interviewed mm. as myself about myself and like I haven't done one of those in a little bit the last one I did was actually with Kimbra as well and like after I was like cause especially because pre-recorded I was like I could have definitely like, should I message him and be like, you know, if you want to cut that out, <laughs> like, you could go ahead and definitely do that, you know? And then I was just like, nah, like, it, it's just, it's fine. Like, let him do his creative process. Don't mm. even tamper with it. Just put your prayer out there, you know? Like, to be received as, as where you were at. Like, that's it. Like, it wasn't anything serious, too. I was just like, oh, like, why was I talking about, like, certain things in high school? But it's like, oh, okay, of course, because, like, I was asked, like, where did you come from? What was your upbringing? Like, so, so like, that's a part of it. You know, yeah. uh, but then I like, you know, the judgment comes in, the the critical thinking of like, well, how are people going to perceive me? But I, I also feel like that comes from, you know, having this idea of what others, you know, think of you. And to be honest, we, we're not in other people's heads. So a lot of the we're time not. we don't really know what other people are thinking of us. Absolutely. Um, and Good I recently had um, me and my friend and, you know, sometimes friendships can feel like you know relationships because they are they are relationships in a way sure. but like me and my boy like we actually had to go through um some kind of like he wanted to to express himself in a certain way and at first I couldn't accept it because mm -hmm. I was like we're supposed to be brothers like we're supposed to be homies like it's just supposed to be like me and you like why are you acting this way and then I had to take it into understanding and be like you know what like you're being authentic to yourself and you're coming to me and being honest with me even though you know there's a possibility that I'm going to get upset about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I appreciate that because I told him from the start, like, bro, I just want you to be honest with me. Just be straight up. Mm -hmm. Like, if you can't do something, you can't do it. That's fine. Like, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to be, ma like, mad at you. Um, and I did find myself getting judgmental and angry, and I was like, why am I doing that? Like, mm -hmm. he came to me in an honest way, and... Honestly, it felt like almost like a breakup at, at the moment that we were talking about it. And then when we finally got the chance to sit down and have a conversation one on one with one another, we came to this understanding and it was like, you know what, like you need to understand your own process and live your own life. And like we can still be good. Like there's no issue in that. The fact that you even came to me like you came all the way to like because I live in Brooklyn. So he came all the way to Brooklyn and just like sat in my room with me. And he was like, dude, like. I care about you and I don't want you to feel like I'm abandoning you. I don't want you to feel like I'm leaving or anything like that. I just like, I need to do things my own way. Mm -hmm. And I had to understand that. And I did um, after a little bit and it's made our friendship a lot deeper. And I feel like a lot of the times that gets skewed, especially with relationships because in a relationship you have certain expectations. Mm -hmm. And I realized that in a lot of my, um, previous relationships people had a lot of expectations of me and I couldn't really fit those roles all the time um as much as I wanted to as much as I tried I just couldn't fit those roles because that wasn't like authentic to who I was yeah. um 
so trying to be something that they wanted me to be really caused a lot of conflict and you know that's where that breakup comes in because it's like you know if we're not going to be able to work together on things we shouldn't we shouldn't be eating at each other all the time absolutely i think it takes a like it takes it takes a lot to get yourself to the place that like all right stop like like to stop it to be like okay i don't i don't want to do that anymore like i don't want to i don't want to go for this like it becomes this like internal fight that you fight before you even say anything outside of yourself Mm -hmm. so like you're already like oh god like i know if i even do this it's going to be this outcome this outcome this outcome which you don't know but like you can judge from the circumstances that you had before like realistically like Mm -hmm. you know i'm big on like yeah no no expectations but the same token like you can't stop the past from like being something that does repeat itself if if you allow it to you know so it's like you you take heed to that you know uh, but then to to then not do it because of that is where it gets sticky. And I feel like I kept on finding myself do that in certain situations where I was like, I was like, is it worth it? Like, I really feel like I need to say this, but like, is it worth it? Like, am I just going to be like, is it just going to be like a two hour fight of nothing? Oh, yeah. Of definitely. like, no, you know, like, it's like, you know, like why? And then like, I wouldn't, I would opt to not do it like 70% of the time. And then like, the twenty, the thirty percent of the time that I did do it, it would be like, "Why are you always doing this?" And I'm like, "Always doing this." Yeah, and <laughs> it's it's crazy to me because it's like you know I've sat here this whole time debating on whether or not I should do it, and you know most of the time I wouldn't have done it, but now that I did do it, now it's oh you're always doing this. It's always a problem. It's oh yeah, and it's like yeah. you know what like yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and and create a fight with somebody over what. I've decided to do with myself and who I decide to be. Now, mm-hmm. the two of us can get along in, in a sense if, you know, there's an understanding and an acceptance between the both of us, you know, and I feel like that's why I am very grateful of a lot of my friends because even though we are, you know, difficult, and I could say that I'm difficult, you know, some of my other friends, they're, they're pretty difficult to deal with, Um but it's not difficult in the sense that I don't want to deal with them. It's just difficult in the sense that, like, we have to have those difficult conversations. We have to be honest with each other. We have to be open with each other. We have to accept that one another is a completely separate being. Yeah. We're, all, we're all humans, but we're all separate. There's and a lot of moving parts to each person. Like, it's like it, 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 it's even though it's, like, uncomfortable or difficult, it's, it's simple. Mm-hmm. That's what I think finds the peace is, like, I'd rather something be be complex but have simple solutions than something be simple with complex solutions i feel like we we add complexities to simple solutions because you know we do think about those things a lot um especially when it pertains to others and how others are going to perceive us and you know how they're going to look at us because it's like if i do this thing and a mass majority of people don't like the thing that i'm doing Am I a bad person? Am I doing the wrong thing? Like, should I stop doing that? Um, and in a sense, it's like, no, be authentic to who you are because the right people will accept those things about you. Now, if it's a toxic thing, obviously that might be something that you yeah, want to stop. You want to show, like, yeah. weigh, weigh it out, weigh it out. That's up to you. Exactly. Like, you got to you know, figure that out. <laughs> weigh it out and see, like, you know, is it worth the time that you're putting into it? And mm-hmm. I feel like, 
when it's worth it, you kind of know because you're like, I do care enough to know that this, you know, let's say something is making another person uncomfortable. If you care enough about that person, you'll weigh it in your own head first and you'll, you can have that discussion with them, even if it's going to be difficult, even if it's going to be a little hard. You can have that conversation and say, listen, this is who I am. This is who I'm going to be. I I would prefer and I would hope that you accept me, being that you are my friend, my girlfriend, my mom, my dad, whoever. I would hope that you accept me for my choices in my life rather than trying to fight with me about it. Now, if we're going to fight about it, you know, we can go our separate ways. We can do our own, you know, separate things, and we don't have to focus on this thing. What about when when people agree to that, but then they don't do it? I think that that um, also is a struggle because sometimes, you know, you want to do the thing that you're, you're saying that you're doing, you know. Um, and it's funny because I was actually listening to this song today. I think it's called Always Do by the Kid Leroy. And sometimes, like, it really, it was, it was like, really hitting me today because I was, like, you know, the song he's basically saying, like, he's been telling his, his ex-girlfriend that, like, he's going to change and that he's going to do, like, things. And one of the lines is pretty much, like, oh, I told you I wasn't going to drink, but I did it the exact same day. Um, and, you know, pretty much what he's saying is, like, as much as I would love to do what you're asking me to do, like, it's better that I just lie to you about it and do it behind your back than to be straight up because it's too difficult and I'm just trying to protect you. And it hit me because in the past I've done that, you know, where it's like as much as I would love to do the thing that, like, someone's expecting me to do, I'd rather just, like, keep my mouth shut about it and do what I'm going to do regardless of what they have to say to me. Hmm. Why? Um, I think because in the past it was hard for me to accept that other people, you know, had certain opinions of me and I didn't want to be perceived in a negative light. Um, more, not even that I, I cared to be perceived like negatively. It was more that I didn't want the people that I cared about getting hurt. I didn't want them to think that like, I didn't care about what they said to me. So if you felt like that's not like where you were at or able to do that thing, then why agree to it? I think because I felt like I had an obligation to. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, when you feel obligated to do something, it, it leaves a heavier weight, I feel. At least on me, it definitely feels like it's a lot heavier when you have... The pressure. Yeah. Like the expectation, the assumption that this is what you have to do without the space to be like, I'm actually not ready to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that that happens a lot, you know, regardless of gender. I think that that happens a lot for a lot of people. You know, they want to be able to commit to something, and but they're actually not ready. And I think that in that moment when it takes a lot of courage to then be like, actually, I'm not ready, yeah. and to, like, say that, I think that that should be definitely a focus on people that go through that aspect of the struggle. I mean, like, it's like for some people it's it's more of a I feel like more people can contain it more mm -hmm. like uh like fake it more like suppress it more you know um I feel like at certain times with certain things I could agree that I I could have definitely done that definitely did do that you know in certain ways I feel like as I've gotten older um 
it's so visceral to me mm-hmm. that if something isn't resonating with me, like it starts, it's it oozes out of my pores. Like it oozes out of my pores. Like I might as well just say it because it's so pronounced in the space. Like you can taste it. Mm-hmm. You can smell it. Like it exists as like a whole other thing in between you and I. Like yeah. that I'm like, I, I might as well just talk about it, you know? And, you know, and nothing is better or greater or less than it's just a genuinely... I genuinely wanted to know your answer because, like, I've I've experienced a lot of that done to me mm-hmm. personally, um, that I'm healing from because it's like an unintentional gaslighting. You know, it's an unintentional, you know, lying. I'm not gonna lie. Like a lot of it, the reason why I would do it um, more often in the past was because I had it done to me, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't realize that that was like not okay i i I, like you know now that i'm you know 22 and like i've been through enough experiences to know that like i'd rather just tell you how i'm feeling i'd rather just be honest with myself and say like listen i don't want to do that or i don't i don't feel like this is for me um i'd rather do that now but back when i was like you know 15 16 17 i felt like i had like this heavy obligation like that if i didn't just say what you wanted to hear like that it was going to come back and like hurt me. And that's because it, it had, you yeah. know, if I didn't do what, what others had expected of me, I would get hurt in the past a lot of the time because, you know, I, I was never really comfortable just being me a lot of the time. And I did have a lot of people that took advantage of that fact and knew, Hey, he's not comfortable just saying no. He's not comfortable just being like, you know what? This isn't for me. So they would take their time take and advantage of it. and they would gaslight and they would, you know, say things to me that that would really get under my skin. Mm-hmm. And then when it was finally like my turn, I did it back and it, it did not feel good. It I I really did not like when I would do it. I was like subconscious at that point, right? Like kind of like uh, the perpetuation of, of trauma, you know, mm-hmm. when sometimes when it comes out, we don't even realize that it's coming out in that way. We're just like doing and then we like, but then once you realize and then it's like that much more shameful that then you either continue to do it because you're in a shame spiral. Mm. You don't know how to get yourself out because you're like, well, if I admit it, then that means that I have to admit to like everything. It's almost like it's almost like a pride (laughs) thing. It's like, hey, like it definitely is like my my ego is going to take a hit if I just Mm -hmm. admit this. So like, let me not. And Um, the fear of abandonment, the fear of not being chosen then like, well, then I won't be accepted as who I am. mm. It's like trying to manipulate being accepted as who you are when it's not who you are. But I feel like you, you're never really going to gain full connections with people. And I knew that in the past. Like, I didn't know that back then. I know that now. But, like, back then I didn't realize that, like, that was a form of manipulation because I wanted people to see me a certain way. Mm. I wanted to be perceived a certain way. Um, and that's just because I saw other people being perceived a certain way. And I wanted to be perceived in the same way that they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, why would I do that to myself? Why would I allow that to be, you know, who I want to be or who I who I am going to be? So that's why I take it now as I am going to be who I am. Um, I'm going to be authentic to who I am. I'm going to express myself in the best way that I know how to. Um, if I can't do something, I'm just going to say it because I don't want to ever feel like first of all there's an obligation there and second of all if there is an obligation i want to make it known that 
it shouldn't it i need to have that choice Yeah, you have a choice and you're not abandoning yourself exactly and then the thing that's so beautiful about that is that the more you are that the more you actually attract what's for you Mm. and whoever or whatever or wherever is for you will become so intensely apparent that it's like oh this makes so much sense and this is so easeful like this job actually makes so much sense for me like Mm. these friend groups make so much sense for me like this person romantically makes so much sense like everything is like peace like it might not be perfect it might not be what you imagine it to be or imagined it to be or whatever the case is regardless of whatever category you know but then you accept that it is for you mm-hmm. because of the way you feel not the way it looks not the way like all of those other things can just be like a, a plus you know um it's it's it comes back to like how you feel when you're experiencing life when you are just being authentically you like mm-hmm. i had an experience um the other day i was working this event um for single day mile like i do i do like a bunch of different like you know odd jobs and uh, i was like working one of those events and um after that i had went out and like you know i had a drink and like i whether or not i had the drink or not like i was just on this timing all day like there was the part where i was at a certain venue and i didn't have a drop of alcohol and then there was the other part where i was at a venue and i did have a drop of alcohol for sure and like <laughs> and, and when uh, what, uh, but the thing is, with, in both spaces, like I was so authentically myself that the pe- like I, it was just like the only people that I was able to actually have conversation and hold conversation with were people who were authentically showing up for themselves in that moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, excuse me, it's like a like a magnet. It's a magnetism that you have to yourself that like you you see the people that are intimidated to speak to you because of whatever you know you don't have to project in their mind i feel like a lot of that and i don't mean to cut you off but i feel like a lot of that is um you know when you show up for yourself there is no longer a fear of abandonment because you know that you have your own back um and that was you know something that i had to learn growing up because you know when i was younger i didn't feel like anybody had my back and then you know, looking back at like me, I was like, damn, I always had my own back. Even even when I didn't, I had my own back. That reminds me of an angel. Do you know who Angel Hayes is? Um, I actually haven't. Okay. No. This is a person you should definitely listen to. Mm. I need to find the song. She's like, because I'm myself even when I ain't myself. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, oh, it's called Trust Issues. It's only on YouTube because it's a cover of, of Drake's song. Trust Issues by Angel Hayes. Like, that song that energy <laughs> matching right there. I just like filed it, my brain. But like, yeah, no, it's so real. Like I remember hearing that. I remember being like 17, like hearing that song and hearing that part and like the whole song slaps. Like she's a, <laughs> she's a cancer, first of all. Like we're get, we're going that deep, you know? And, like, <laughs> and then she says that and I'm like, that's true. Cause I, I cause it's like, cause she's like, I, um, yeah. Like I'm even me when I'm not myself, like, and it's like, what does that mean, right? And it's like what we were talking about in the car. Like, even little bean versions of ourselves, like, mm-hmm. was spin. Like, they had some wisdom. Yeah, no. When, when <laughs> but I, did we listen? No, no. I, I definitely can look at myself from, from back then, and I'm like, 
you know, when I when I see those old Snapchat videos of myself, like, giving myself those advices, like I said in the car, it's, it's just like, dude, you were like, like, if I would have just listened to you and stopped listening to all the people around me, I wouldn't have gotten myself into so many, like, messed up situations that I could have easily, like, avoided. Ain't that the truth? Like, I feel like any situation that I've been in that's been, like, so overtly not for me, is uh, it was due to listening to other people. Mm -hmm. Listening to what, like they thought I should do like and listen it doesn't mean that people don't have the best interest for you but they're not you like they're not you they don't know what's optimal for you because only you do and that requires a certain amount of being honest with yourself now if you're completely not honest with yourself maybe some people know a little bit better than you but like that just means you gotta be honest with yourself Mm -hmm. and then so that you can then show up for yourself in that way because even with that even if they know a little better than you they still don't know what is exactly for you so that could just continue to be confusing that could continue to be like a whole thing that like you don't that could be avoided really like it could be a whole side quest that you just really didn't have to go on you got all the chips that you needed you were gonna fill up on all of your weapons a wild goose chase like yeah like you just like completely went off on the side like you ever play um you ever play uh tomb raider yeah Okay, so you know, like uh, you you play Tomb Raider, like there's there's the missions. You play the missions, you can win the game, right? Mm-hmm. And then, but then it'll be like, all right, you have like sixty percent of the game left. You know, it's like, what the fuck do you mean? Like all, all I the side the missions. Game. <laughs> it's like all the side missions. But then there's the side side missions that like are just like you don't need to do them at all. Th- like, there's no there's no reason for it. You're not really getting anything out like, of it. Yeah, it's you just, just like, talk to the people in the town. Like, yeah, you might get little things here and there. Like, like you're always gonna get something. Like, you're always, no matter what, you're always going to get something, just Mm. like in the game. Like, you're always going to get something, whether it's, like, uh, a new craft so you can make a new weapon or, like, you know, something, like, but but you already got to, but, you know, it's just an addition. Yeah. So it's, like, you got to ask yourself, okay, well, do I want to, like, like, how I view it and why I always correlate it with video games is because, like, I truly feel like games are reflections. Like, like games in the way of, like, not, like, oh, I'm playing games with you, but, like, mm. in, the, in the way of, like, literal games. like Video games. Are video games, chess, like, all these different things. Like, they are uh, mirroring, like, how we go about life. Mm. You know, like, do you take risks? Are you a person who gets, like, too excited and then, like, fucks everything up? Or, like, are you someone that takes too much time? You don't take enough risks. So, like, you never actually move things around and the next thing you know, like, checkmate, you know, like... Or are you are you going tit for tat? Like, how do you respond to like your environment and whatever it is around you? And like, I feel like people can learn a lot from playing games. I feel like people can learn a lot about themselves if they choose to look at it from that perspective. My older brother actually used to um, be on a chess team when he was back in like middle school or high school. I can't remember, um, but he would play chess with me, and he would like basically be psychoanalyzing me throughout the whole chess game and then after the chess game he would just sit there and be like what's what's up with you and i'd be like what do you mean he's like you were playing differently and i'm like how did you like how did you figure that he's like the way you play chess you can read people yeah yeah Uh uh-huh i literally was just i was literally just in life cafe i want to start offering readings like uh intuitive readings Mm -hmm. but like playing chess I want to start offering that. I was just saying that because it's like, I love chess. It's one of my favorite games. I was taught how to play that when I was a child. Like, I asked my dad, I was like, Dad, can you teach me how to play chess? He's like, yeah. And like, I used to love it because, like, we used to stay up and, and, and play it. And that was, like, just our time me to, like, learn. And, like, and he would tell me things like, you know, life is like chess. Like, life is like chess. The way you play chess is the way you, you play life. Like, mm-hmm. the way you live life, you know? 
And I was like, you know, I was a kid. I was like still single digits. Like I was like, yeah, whatever. All right. Like I want to win. <laughs> like so, how do I do that? You know. No, I felt the same way because I'm like, my, you know, my older brother. You know, me and him. You know, we butt heads because we're, we're brothers. You know. Yeah. Um, Siblings in general. So, you know, when he would like sit there and like talk to me through, throughout like chess game. He, even now, he asked me to play chess with him, and sometimes I'm like, nah, I don't want to do that. Cause, like <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna learn a little too much about me and. I don't need that right now. I don't need my brother psychoanalyzing me. I'm sorry. I feel that. I get that. You know, I mean, I can't, I, 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 w- I wish there's a day that I could feel that way to it's like someone else doing it to me, but like <laughs> I'll, I'm usually the person doing that. So I, I can get his point of view, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's just interesting. Cause like once you give, you, you pay attention, you give like um, perspective on different things. Like you can, Everything you can scry, everything becomes intuitive. Mm-hmm. The same way someone walks, the way they talk, the way they present themselves. If you really want to, you could read anything. You know, it's just a matter of like what you gravitate towards, what your abilities allow you to, or like what you've cultivated or practiced in order to become aware of these different things. Most importantly, like taking that those same practices and p- focusing it inward to ourselves. Like, yeah, like I can sit here and read everybody in the world, but if I can't read myself, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like with the, with the grace of like you know tarot card readers we can't read ourselves you know like because it's not like we can't it's that like we're almost like not allowed it's it's funny the way it comes up but like you can to a certain like I could pull cards of like what's around me or or what's for like but it can't be like if I were to give myself the same reading like I would give you it's just gonna twist me up Mm. it's just gonna be like what? Like, it, it won't make sense. Like, it literally won't make sense. And then I'm like, oh. And then, like, one person could just pull a card for me, and it would just be, like, everything in that one card. And I'm like, okay, all right. You know, but you need no one to surrender. And that's the same thing that we need to do with ourselves. Like, we can sit here and know all of the bad things about ourselves. We can know all of it. But just knowing that is just going to twist us up. Yeah. You know, we need to also know what, what's good about ourselves. And then if we only know what's good about ourselves, then that could twist us up too. Like we need to have balance. Like we need to be able to be like, okay, that's why it's important to bounce things off. It's not, you know, we're not saying all of this to be like, oh, you can't talk to people and you can't take anyone's advice on anything, but it's like you have to take your own, like to a certain regard and a certain respect within yourself, like to stand firm and like view yourself as a viable source. Like that can be there. Like just as you view other people as a viable source. Cause once you view other people as more of a source than you, mm-hmm. like you're handing your power to them. Like, and you got to be mindful with who you do that. Cause some people are, are sitting there waiting for it. They, yeah. They're happy to collect it. 100%. And then you're left deprived because you put all your faith and all your chips into that one person at one time, the one thing. And like, you know, just being mindful with how you, how you handle that and how you handle yourself and um, matters of, of what it is you feel you need to do and how, what you need to show up for yourself with because, like I said, you know, like you said, like, just people have the best intentions and it could still fuck you up if mm. you don't bounce it off of yourself. Yeah. Um, something that I could say off of that is that um, the same friend that, that I had that, you know, kind of understanding with, uh, we tell each other all the time, like, you know, we, we talk to each other a lot, especially, like, when it comes to, like, giving each other advice and stuff. But every time we talk, we make sure to tell each other, like, listen, I'm not you. So whatever whatever I'm telling you is coming from my own experiences. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm just giving you what, what I've learned through my experiences. Now, you can take what, what you know, matters to you and what, what fits into your life, what resonates for you. Yep. Everything else, leave, 
leave it behind. You know, I'm I'm just giving you some some good, you know, some good tea to to, to so drink. You need contrast mm-hmm. because, like, even like I, I think I said this on a podcast recently, or I had it in a conversation recently, where it's like, you know, sometimes when you just like you're like, should I wear this outfit or should I wear this outfit, and then everyone will be like, oh, I think you should wear that outfit. And then you still wear the opposite outfit that mm-hmm. they asked because you just needed to know that you wanted to actually wear yeah. the other one. Like, it's like you flip a coin because you don't know what you want to do. And then when the coin's in the air, you're like, oh, I hope it lands on heads because that's what I want. Then it doesn't matter what it lands on because you know what you want. Yeah. You know, so like do those exercises. And instead of w- giving all your power to the cards, to the coin, to, the, to everyone else, like give it to that moment of contrast that you receive that actually brings clarity to what you want, what the outcome is that you want. What I do now a lot of the time is um, I write. Like, I have a bunch of journals, but I recently started, like, typing things out on my laptop. Cool. Um, and I kind of just, like, allow myself to just, like, go for it. Like, I don't even think about, like, oh, what's the topic going to be? Like, what are we going to write about? No, it's just today I'm – and then it just keeps going. Um, and that's really been very helpful for me because, you know, it, it – it kind of gives me a sense of like reading what's in my head, you know? And it's like, as much as like anybody else could tell me what's going on and like can, can, you know, see from an outsider's point of view, what's going on with me. I know what's going on with me up here. I know what's going on with me in here. Mm -hmm. And when I put it on, you know, a paper or I, I put it down in my laptop, I, I don't think about what I'm going to say. I just kind of let it flow out. Without judgment. And when I get the chance to read it back to myself, I'm like, you know what? Like, this is how I actually feel about things. And then when I bounce it off of other people, I I try to get, like, a broader perspective of it. Because I want to understand, like, not only an outsider's point of view, but my own point of view. Because I want to know, like, how I feel about things. I want to be, again, authentic to myself. I want to be okay with my own opinion. And we need that. Like, that's why in, in, you know, in our lineage and things of that sort, like we had, we had talking circles, Mm -hmm. you know, we had talking circles where we would meet and we would discuss different things. Like, you know, the men had talking circles, women had talking circles, you know, we had community circles, like, and that was to, to, to present these things. It's not to get all the answers. It's, it's to get clear, to get, to share thoughts. Like even just like talking to somebody who's like, like minded with you, you know, talking to somebody who's not like minded with you, like both of those situations will bring you clarity if you allow it to get out of your own head thinking that it needs to be a certain way and like be rigid about it like you know you can gain something and everything and it's just a matter of like what is optimal Mm -hmm. because you can be in a job that you're getting things out of and like it's good you know and you can settle for it you can be like this is this is good this meets my needs and this does what it does but then another part of you could be like oh well you know maybe this isn't what I want to do in the long run but like you're like I'm willing to settle though like I, I can settle for it because like I know I'm going to have stability, right? Mm-hmm. And then people do the same thing in relationships. You know, people do the same thing even with friendships where they're like, nah, but, like, I know I can always call this person. So even though, like, every time I talk to them, I feel, like, completely drained and tapped out, like, I know that I can call them because they're accessible. What is what is pivoting that and making it look authentic will will definitely clean up and defrag your computer mm-hmm. of being, of your human, you know? Like, you'll, you'll certainly do that. And, um... Because why are you going to have, you know, like an outdated version playing on your system? I feel like we conform to, to comfortability. You yeah. know, when we get when we get comfortable with things and like 
we know the outcome already. There, There is no unknown to, to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It makes it a lot easier to deal with because it's like, okay, I already know, like, I already I know, know all the expect, ins and outs of yeah. this. Like, mm-hmm. it's no longer a maze. Now it's just a hallway with a door at the end of it. I can always just walk down the hallway and open the door. Yeah. Whereas starting something new or, like, you know, doing these things for yourself to, like, clear out, you know, the pathways, it's like, well, now you've just turned that hallway back into a maze. And now you have to figure out how to get back to that door because, you know, now you are starting something new. And I think a lot of people are scared to get into that. And in, not all the time because I feel like a lot of people love starting new things. But, like, at the same time when you have something that you're comfortable with. And you gain more confidence in it rather mm-hmm. than, like, something that's new. But it depends on what it is. You know, like me, I love mazes. So mazes make me excited. <laughs> so, like, therefore, <laughs> like I feel like um, when I was younger – you know, I never looked at myself as being a person who had, like, commitment issues. I never considered that in myself because I'm, like, such a, like, extremely loyal person. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like annoyingly. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, to the point that, like, and why I say that is because it's not annoying. It's just that when I was younger, I would abandon myself over, like, choosing, like, loyalty, which made me change the trajectory of, like, what do I actually consider loyal? Which made me like I don't feel like I am that way anymore I am a loyal person but most of all I'm loyal to myself and like that I love for me but I when, definitely I, felt when that. I refer to my younger self I'm like oh you're so like this is because I would abandon myself for the construct of what I thought loyalty was um all that to say I would I I, I always want to change things Mm-hmm. Like I like certain things to be the same. Don't get me wrong. Like I go to certain restaurants, I get the same thing all the time. I don't want it to be different because it's delicious. I want that, <laughs> you know. But like when it comes to things in life, like I, I, you know, I'm a five. Like I'm born on the fifth. Like that's ruled by that's five is all about change, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it's it's ruled by Mercury. It's the the communicative aspect, and it's all about just changing things. Like I truly feel like my medicine as a being is like to constantly create change. So like. I need to be, like, met with that energy or else, like, it's not good for anybody, right? Mm. Because, like, people are trying to make hallways when I need mazes to feel good. I need a maze to feel stimulated in my in my being. Mm. But, like, if so if I don't have a maze where I need a maze to be, everything becomes a maze, which is not good for anybody. It's not good for me. It's not good for anybody. <laughs> like, I need hallways. I need clear hallways, too. But I need to have mazes, like, and, and, like, and when people just like hallways, like, and they don't like mazes. A balance of the two. Yes, I like a balance, a balance of both. And, like, and if that, if, if, if someone erases any, like, sense of that complexity or, like, that, that excitement in, in, in learning new things, not knowing what's around the corner, that comfortability actually, it, it makes me lose myself mm-hmm. because, I it's unrealistic. It's 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 sheltered. Yeah. In fact, it's 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 deprivation. It's not organic. It's it's like it's like a curated creation that's like out of the perception of like what you think others should like what others would want it to be. Yeah. It's like it's like a a force field. It's it's a cage. It's, It's a lot of things. And I don't think that it's malice. I think it comes from a place of like. I think it wants to come from a good place, but it actually comes from. It a place wants of to fear. come from like security, but yeah, it's also but it like comes from fear. Yeah, I'm afraid that if I don't give you this security, you're gonna fall apart. So yep. like, I have to put you in a box. Yep, yep. Um, which is not trust, and which is not love, mm. because that's not authentic. That's not honoring the other person authentically. Because if you genuinely feel like that person can't 
provide like their bare minimum things that they need to do for themselves to be stable and secure and safe within themselves then like why are you with them or like why are you around them because you can't trust them you don't trust them yeah. you know you're trying to like protect them in a really intense way that's coming from fear mm. that's rooted in fear and like sometimes yeah sometimes neither parties can see that until after you know i feel like that happened to me a lot is that like i would not only would i put myself in the box i would allow others to put me in the box too because i was like you know all right this I, is safe i i am a pisces so you know like i i do feel other people's feelings so like when i would feel other people's energies around me and they were like you know they were feeling the not safe energy i would put myself in that container and I would describe it as, like, I'm in a container at the bottom of the ocean. Mm. And, like, as much as I'm scratching to try and get out, like, it's built so perfectly that, like, I can't. So, like, eventually I just stopped fighting it. Yeah. And I just sat in that box for a long time. <sighs> and it would it would really cause a lot of issues because I wouldn't, I wouldn't even fight to get out of the box anymore. Like, mm. I would just kind of conform to what people wanted me. to it. And... Yeah, I, I would be in, like, that submission form. And I would just be like, you know what? Like, it's fine. Do what you want. It's fine. Yeah, Do it's fine. I'm, I'm so extra anyway. Like, this is, like, this is normal. This is what normal is. Like, this is what I should be okay with. Like, yeah, I, sh I, should be, I should be normal. Yeah, this is, like, this is what's actually good for me, right? Like, mm -hmm. and then that's when you think, like, because of all those years of people telling you, this is what's good for you. This oh, is yeah, I know what's good, good for, you. for you. I know what's better for you. You're yeah. not doing enough for yourself. And it's, like eventually like like i'm 22 now and like now i'm like you barely even know me how do you know what's good for me like you 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 just met me like a couple months ago and you're trying to tell me how to live my life even though i've been in my own head for 22 years yep like don't do that like and and not not in like a not in like a you know malicious kind of way like a not nah, like, like back a, the hell up but it's more like a self-respecting like don't even go there how do you how do you think you know me better than me like respect me enough as a person because i respect you and know that like if you feel something for yourself i'm gonna respect that yeah so if you can't respect me on that level like why are we even like interacting why are we yeah. friends like why are we why are we dealing with each other in a certain way mm -hmm. so i'm just like now you know i'm like i'm tired of being in that box and i think i explained this to you when we had that phone call it's like I don't want to live for everybody else's expectations of me anymore. I just want to be me. I want to be authentic to who I am. I want to be happy with who I am. And don't get me wrong. Of course, you know, if people have good advice, I'll take it. Mm -hmm. But you consult with you first. Exactly. And you I, consult with you last. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always going to be the one that I go to at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. When the doors close and there's no one else around and I'm at home in my room, I'm the one that I have to deal with. And I have to deal with the consequences of whatever choice I decide to make, regardless of what any advice has been given to me, regardless of how many people tell me to go this way, to go that way. I have to deal with those consequences. So I choose to make the choice myself so that I know I'm responsible for this. I'm responsible for the choice that I made. I'm responsible for how I react. Um, and I think that that not only is respecting myself, it's respecting others because it's never... Like, 
I no longer put that on anybody else. I no longer say like, oh, it's your fault or it's somebody else's fault as to why I couldn't get somewhere. I did it myself. I made that choice. So if I couldn't do it, it was because I decided I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. If I can do it, it's because I decided I can do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cheers to that. Cheers, Cheers. to showing up for ourselves and for being ourselves, man. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Definitely. Like, <laughs> chef's kiss. That was great. For real. Like that like I feel like you know when you're talking about the car. Like the time the um time capsule. Mm. Yeah, this is this is definitely gonna be uh good for, for not only you guys but for us too. You know? Look back and to hear that. Like that was like that was very profound. And I feel like that tied so many things together and um yeah, you know, it's just like, why not be you? Like, what's looking for you can't find you if you're not you. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you notice once you be you and whatever's looking for you, it's knocking on your door. I think I think having that consult with yourself is probably the best thing that you can do for yourself. And again, it, it does come down to respecting who you are. Yeah. Because it's like, regardless of how people feel, regardless of, the circumstances going on in your life, you are, I, I would say to a lot of people, you are your own God. And not in like a, you know, like, oh, we're all, you know, like, I feel like we're all a part of the universe. We're all a part of God. We're all a part of like, you know, a collective that understands more than we do. Mm-hmm. And it, you have to look within. Yeah. And you have to know and be proud of who you are on the inside. And just say, like, if I'm going to respect others, I have to respect myself first. Absolutely. The inside and the outside. You're your own creator, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and it's it's I know people get funky when it's like the word God, you know, even though it's it's giving Pisces, it's giving Aquarius. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but it's OK. It's OK, because like those are signs that are necessary to give. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, to be able to create your own reality, you need to come into that awareness. But you also still need to fit between the door right Mm -hmm. so it's just about grounding yourself with that with gratitude Mm -hmm. oh my goodness i get to create this oh my goodness i get to destroy this being flexible in it you know again having that balance and that comes with training because you can't just drop it low into a split over the rip (laughs) after not stretching you gotta stretch you gotta put the dedication and the time into that Mm -hmm. so that goes with everything you can't just go out and like yeah you can go out and just create but like it won't be what you want it might be sort of kind of almost a little bit missing that when you're not grounding it in gratitude when you're not grounding it in in authenticity of like what you actually need Mm -hmm. because in fact you realize that the times that you actually curate that and and call that in is usually when you're like not even trying like you you're, you're trying to but you're not even trying to like at least for myself things that I've noticed is like when certain things start to manifest in my life, it's like the prayers that I had put out like years ago, you know, mm-hmm. not like the moments that I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to like create this and this is what I want. Like, you know what I mean? Like that forceful energy, yeah. that like controlling energy, you know, like that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, you could believe it. And like, yes, yes, we can like, but like that really like, yo, like this is what I want. I deserve it. Like, in my opinion, you know, it comes back in like a way that like you're like oh shit like 
I low-key prayed for this. Yeah. What? Like, and then you start have to pray, can I receive this? Mm-hmm. Do I have the capacity to sustain this? You know, do I deem myself worthy of it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Maintain that. Okay, do I feel like this is that, like, am I going to blow this out of proportion or am I going to destroy this? Like, no. If it's what's for you, like, it, everything just presents itself, whether that's a job opportunity, whether that's, like, certain friendships coming back mm-hmm. into your life or lining, whether that's romantic, whether that's, like, situations with yourself. Like, it just, like, even as simple as, like, yeah, yesterday I had a lot of interesting synchronicities, like, line up in, like, mm-hmm. weird ways. And I was just like, you know, I could have took that boat and fucking paddled it to whoever knows where. Like, I really could have. But I just grounded myself and I was just like, simple, simplify. Okay, boom, boom. Okay, one plus one plus one equals two. Okay, two plus two equals four. Okay. like And, like, kept on doing it like that rather than being like, the numbers, the words, the signs. <laughs> like, what does it mean? Like, All the why stuff together, like, where did it go? Yeah, like, the overwhelm. Like, because it's, like, if you are just, like, dealing with overwhelm, especially when it's coming from, like, an uncomfortable space, not even, like, yes, also in a happy space. Like, because mm. then, you know, you could get into that manic mode where, like, you start, like, like everything rose-colored glasses. Like, one, one thing feels good, and now everything is great. Like, it's <laughs> that conversation I was talking to. They're saying, like, you know, like, all that person would ever have to do is just, like, give me a compliment. I remember it was, like, and, and she was, like, yeah, she's, like, oh, like, you know, I'm, like, am I that deprived that, like, all the person would have to do is just, like, give me a compliment. I'm, like, that's it. I am in love with you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that is it. Like, I'm, and then, like, it, and it blows out of proportion. Mm. You know, I feel like when things are, like, coming into alignment, whether, you know, wherever it is, like, even when, even with jobs, I remember having a, a job position where I was like, oh, my God, this is the best job I could have ever gotten. This is amazing, blah, 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 blowing it out of proportion. Mm. And it was. It was great. It was incredible experiences. But, like, it wasn't, ev- it wasn't my end-all, be-all. It, it didn't, like, yes, it brought change in my life. Yes, it brought, it taught me a lot of things. But, like, it didn't, like, it wasn't what I was blowing it up to be. Mm-hmm. So I think that. To find the grace in life um, with being authentically yourself and showing up as you are requires a certain amount of awareness to also accept others and other things as they are as well. Mm. To know, like, this is amazing or this fucking sucks, but, like, this is just where you're at. And that can look so many different ways, but we can't even begin to accept other people if we don't accept ourselves. Absolutely. We could think we do. But really, most likely, we're, like, subconsciously also projecting onto them what we want them to be mm-hmm. because we have not accepted ourselves. I think uh, for me, I, like, I love watching anime. That's just one of my things. And the reason that I love watching anime or reading manga or anything, you know, related in that sense is I like to watch the characters and m- mainly a lot of the main characters because I feel like they have to go through that kind of, like, you know, in the beginning, like, they don't have powers. Or, like, even if they do have powers, it's, like, they don't even know they're, they're kind of just yeah. thrust into this situation <laughs> yeah. that, like, it's, like, oh, oh, God, like, how did I even get here? How did I even get here? <laughs> um, but as you see them go through things, like, it's not an easy process for them to get as strong as they do towards the end of the series. Yeah. It's, ne- it, like, that's the one thing I absolutely love about those series is because, like, no matter what you're born with, no matter what you're given, no matter how many talents you have, 
at the end of the day, you're going to struggle through a lot of things before you even get to that point of being like, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people, you know, watch Naruto, but like, you know, starting out, Naruto was just that like loser kid at the you know village that nobody wanted to deal with, and it wasn't even that it's he was a loser. Just him in the swing. Just him in the swing. <laughs> exactly. It was just you know like yeah. him just chilling there, and like mm-hmm. nobody wanted to deal with him because of the circumstances that he was born with. Yeah. And then he ends up, you know, years later, now he's the Hokage of the village, and mm-hmm. you know and he he's running he, it. He let everybody know the whole entire series that he was going to be. But. <laughs> His life was not easy. It, no. it wasn't. It wasn't like you know. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna wake up one day and be Hokage. It was like yeah, no. It was always another challenge too. And it's like, oh, you love this person. Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not gonna ruin anything if you haven't watched Naruto. But like, watch Naruto. That's all I'm saying. You know, mm-hmm. if you're gonna listen to my podcast, you probably should watch Naruto because they definitely spoils it. One Piece here. too, because that's that's my thing. I love One Piece. You were telling me, yeah. Uh, um, I need to. I need to do it. I just need a. One thing I can say, one thing I can say is that, like, the main character, Luffy, like, he's just, like, this, this, like, bombastic, like, he, he, he's so, like, out there, and he's so authentic to himself that he doesn't think about anything, and, you know, for the most part, you know, before, you know, like, the first half of the series, like, you know, he gets into a lot of things, but, like, for the most part, he comes out kind of unscathed. You know, a couple scratches, a couple bruises. He'll sleep it off and eat, you know, in the morning. But it gets to a point where he reaches this place where it's, like, almost, like, impossible for him to move forward if he doesn't train. And, you know, he's he's going throughout this whole series, like, making it look easy. Going up against, like, people that, like, a 17-year-old should never be touching. Like, should not be going near in a fight. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to punch him in the face. It's going to happen. <laughs> and he does it. And he, and then, like I said, he gets to this point where it's just downhill. Like, so downhill because he's so overconfident in himself and he doesn't think about the fact that, well, maybe if I'm going up against, like, people stronger and stronger and stronger, maybe I should be getting stronger too. And he ends up in a really, like, messed up situation. I'm not going to spoil anything. All I'm saying is it's a really messed up situation, and it breaks him, and he has to, like, train. But after that training, he still comes back, and he's still as confident as ever because he knows in himself that he wants to follow his dream. He wants to be the king of the pirates. And he, he knows that regardless of what I went through back then, I put in the work, I put in the effort, I've I've made a name for myself. My bounty's gone up. Like I'm just gonna go out and and take the world by storm. And he does it. And I think the fact is like when you when you start the series, you you see him as like this character that can never fail. And when you finally get to that point where he fails, it's like it's really hard to watch. I mean, it was really hard to watch when I first watched it because I was like, Nah, homie never loses. Mm. Homie never takes an L. <laughs> And he, like, it was just bad. Um, but I think for a lot of people, um, we get overconfident in ourselves and we do go out into the world without thinking what we're doing. And then sometimes we end up hitting it head on in that place where it's like, okay, now we really have to think about what we're doing because why was I just doing that, like, 
throughout this whole time thinking that I was just going to pass by. Yeah, it was just chill. Like, yeah, it's like because you do certain training and then, like, you're like, this is good, but it's like, all right, but you've already went up seven levels. So, like, how is your training from level one still good at level seven? Mm-hmm. Now nah, you got to re-go through training. And then that's when life initiates you into certain circumstances and then you got to learn. You know, sometimes that looks like literal, literal training. Like, I feel like right now I'm, like, in the in the aspect of, like, my avatar training currently, like mm. I'm, I'm earth bending, like I'm, I'm stepping into earth bending, wow. you know, like that's the, that's the season I'm in, you know, and it's like, that's always the one I've always avoided. Like I'm like, All right, I'll, do, I'll do a little bit, mm. you know, but I want to water, like I naturally water bend, like I naturally air bend, like fire, boom, like all of this is like it comes natural to me. And earth bending does too. It's just like you have to be patient to earth bend. Mm-hmm. You have to be you know, slower paced, like every other element, you, you can be a little bit more rapid, right? Yeah. You can be Fire, a little more air, fluid. Water, yes. Fluid. Exactly. You have to be solid in earth. Yeah. You, you have to be like, like strong, like basically you have to think of yourself as like a tree Yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Um, and I'm always like, what do you mean? Like, it can't be a tree. I got too many things I got to do. It can't be a tree. I'm like, I respect trees. But trees get things done regardless do. of the fact that they're just standing there. You know, they, yes. they breathe life into this planet. Yeah, they do. So just literally all day, just all day alchemizing carbon to oxygen. Just, you know, however, I don't know, because trees don't breathe like that. <laughs> but, but we do. <laughs> and that's what I correlated it with. But, yeah, they're just doing it. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I don't know. It's just, I guess it's like I'm changing my perspective. Like, I feel like I've always just come, got back to this, like, maybe maybe because I lack earth in my chart. Maybe that's why, you mm-hmm. know? And then, like, I've always looked at, like, I think, um, like, people around me, whether that's, like, family members or friends or, like, even partners that I had, like, you know, there are earth signs that, like, provide that grounding for me. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I have, I have a Virgo Mars, so it exists within me, but that's still an output. You know, Mars is an output. Mm-hmm. Mars is like what I do for you, what I do for you, what I do, what I do in general, like with my actions. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a part that I'm still having inwardly, but like, I don't know, it doesn't hit the same. And like, I'm <laughs> in this space where I'm like cultivating this, like, okay, patience. But like, I- I'm the type of person, like, if I don't know why I'm being patient, like, I'm not patient. Oh yeah, I, you know? I felt that. Like, I'm not patient. Like, if I don't like, know why, why do I have to sit here? Yeah, and if I forget why, I'm also not patient again. So I need to remind myself all the time, like, why are you being patient about this? Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you actually want? Okay. Oh, okay, you're right. I'll be patient. All right, I'll be good. I'll be patient. <laughs> okay, fine. But then, it, then it, like, the moment I forget, I'm like, like, I'll just do. You know, I want, I want, to, I want to do it. I, like, I'm the type of person, like, this is what I want to do. This is here. There's all these obstacles. Okay, that's fine. I could take care of it. That's no problem. I want to get there. This is what I want to do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it doesn't matter, like, what I have to, like, oh, I have to be a tornado. I'll rip this shit up. I got to be a, a, a tsunami. I'll, I'll flood this shit. Like, I need to be an inferno. Like, I'll burn it all to the ground. But it's like, but what about just being a tree? Like, what about, <laughs> what about, just, what about just being the earth under it? And then you are it because you are the path mm. when you are earth. You're, you're a part of it. So you have connection to it at all times. That's what I'm realizing right now in this exact moment. <laughs> not, not only not only are you the path, but you can also shake the foundation as an earthquake. 
right? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I think for me, um, you know, I'm going through like my own, I guess it would be like a secondary, like spiritual awakening. Cause I feel like I awakened like spiritually back in like high school, you know, probably like sophomore, junior year. That's when I started to like really think about spirituality in a deeper way. Um, but now, you know, I've gotten to a certain point in my life where I'm like, man, like I want to kind of cultivate my mind more. Like I, mm -hmm. I've been so busy, like cultivating others and like helping others achieve like their own goals. And it's like, you know, what about you? Yeah. Where, where do I want to go? What do I want to do? How do I want to do things? And I'm like, you know, now I study, um, I study Buddhism a lot more. Um, because I feel like that for me is like that grounding space, Yeah. Uh, you know, because I'm a water sign, you know, I'm a Pisces. So I just, I'd be all, all up in the clouds sometimes, but sometimes I just need to, you know, come back down to earth and just like breathe, yeah. you know, and be like, I'm here. Yeah. This Take is, your shoes this off, is, put it on the floor. Like, yeah. Like this is, this is the energy that I need to like cultivate within myself and not, you know, what Buddhism has really taught me is that like. Yeah, life is going to be hard. There's going to be a lot of, like, things that are unfair. There are going to be a lot of things that make me upset. There are going to be a lot of things that bring me negative energy. But at the same time, I have the opportunity to determine how I will react, how I will do things. Um, and I can always have power in the sense that I know, regardless of what's outside myself, I'm always going to be here for me. Like, I'm always going to have my spirit's back. My spirit's always going to have my back yep. because we're in it together. Yeah, literally. So for me, I think that that understanding has really broadened my perspective to a lot of things because I've learned not only to respect others in a very deep way. And I know like a lot of people, like when they hear respect, it's like, oh, just the way you, you communicate with another person. Mm -hmm. But it's not only the communication. You know, the way to re respect somebody is to respect who they are, what they're doing, where they are in their life. Because I feel like a lot of the time, sometimes um, I think something that you can do that's quote unquote disrespectful is like seeing someone for potential, but not seeing them for who they are in this moment. Accepting. So you're sitting there going, oh, I want them to be what I see them as. Yep. I, or I see that they have this potential, so I want to bring it out of them. Mm -hmm. But if you don't accept where they are in the current moment, like, how are you respecting them? You can't teach them to be that, you know, person that you see them to be if you can't even accept who they are in the current moment. And usually when you're doing that, it's because you're not accepting who you are in the current moment. Mm -hmm. If you accept who you are in the current moment and then you look across and you're like, oh, I accept you are where you're in the current moment. And, then like, if you create that space where, like, you're just accepting people in any regard – you give them the option and the safe space for them to also thrive. You know, like I had a conversation yesterday with my mom, like, and it was like so beautiful, even though it was uncomfortable. Like I like sat, like I just, I noticed something and I spoke on something and I was just like, I know she straight up was like not trying to hear it. Like there's, <laughs> like, I know that it's feeling like, it's like straight up, not what you want to hear. Like, I, but I also didn't want to hear what I was hearing because it didn't feel authentic to who she was. Mm -hmm. She was, she is. And I was just like, I just want to, like, put that in the space. Like, 
And like at first she was resistant to it and then she was like, she was able to see it and then like begin to like thrive in that area. Mm-hmm. And I know like me personally, like, you know, I'm a water sign too. Like I care very much about caring. Like I care yeah. very much about feelings. Definitely. Like I care very much about consideration. And something that I mm-hmm. did not realize how much I was deprived from, like I always realized it. But, like, once you start to receive it in certain ways, whether that's from yourself or, like, from your environment or people around you, is, like, when you receive safety and security and acceptance to just literally be yourself, you can then, like, your central nervous system starts to regulate. You can then shift out of survival mode and not only, like, provide for yourself, but you can really thrive. Mm -hmm. You can really thrive. And, like, that's all I set out to do in any of the spaces that I that I carry, you know, whether it's here, you know, whether it's, like, the moon meetings or, like, wherever, whatever, even if it's just a conversation I have, like, smoking tobacco outside of a, a restaurant, like, that's always the energy and the space that I, that I strive to cultivate. So then to receive it, when I receive it, I don't take it lightly. Mm-hmm. It's, like... It's 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 a beautiful thing, and I and I'm grateful to receive it in the different ways that I I I have received it, that I am receiving it, that I will receive it, you know, because it's it's it it affirms my existence mm-hmm. in a way that like my inward reality and what I've been pushing outward is then coming back in a way, and like that made me have to realize like in receiving that more and more. Uh, like it, it made me like not to get caught up on like why why wasn't I receiving it before but mm-hmm. it was like there was still a worthiness thing yeah it was still a worthiness thing and it was still a potential projection thing mm-hmm. and it's like oh okay this is excuse me this is kind of what I want I could see this for you I think I accept you in this moment but I I, I I'm accepting that I want what's best for you and accepting where you're at and you not knowing what's best for you and you being open to like not not being open to things and being open to things like like those are two very different things you Mm -hmm. know and I thought that I was doing a service but I was doing a disservice and like because that's how you make people feel like they're not enough Mm -hmm. and I don't ever want anyone you know anybody that especially like romantically like I mean I've done that in friendships too you know I'm I'm sure like I could take accountability for it you know but especially in relationships like I just I, I I've experienced so much of that on my part of just feeling like I wasn't enough for people, you know, and I'm not void of, of, of creating that feeling. I'm sure, I'm sure different people that I was interacting with felt inadequate, you know, especially because I was projecting what I, what I thought was best for them mm-hmm. or what I thought that they would want for themselves or what I wanted for them, you know, and I just like, I feel like the more that I accept myself, my faults and like those realities, the more that I neutralize it by forgiving, you know, by just not suppressing. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not capable of doing that. I'm sure I did that. Like, that's unfortunate because it was never my intention. Mm-hmm. But I'm a human being and I might have, I definitely have situations where I've done that because I've absolutely projected onto people what I thought was the best for them. And if that's genuinely not what they want, then that could really feel like, wow, everything I'm doing is not enough. But really, it's just a lack of compatibility mm-hmm. in in any in any aspect you know um so just getting real with that and if you feel that like then to just being like okay like whether that person can see it or not or whether you can see it or not and that other person realizes it like somebody has to do something about it 
because they exist there is only going to feed that. It's just going to feed that inadequacy, feed that not enough. And you just get further and further from yourself. You know, like mm -hmm. I was saying earlier on the other uh, on the other show, like the song that I like really resonated with um, over the past few months was Far by SZA. You know what song I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, far like I don't recognize me. Far like I let you def define me. Far because I can't trust nobody. Far so far, you know, whatever. Whatever. I'm not going to sing it for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but go let's do it for yourself. And um, it's just like when we feel like that, like everything we're hitting on, it's just like that all come. It, it's just it's just the same manifestation of like our internal prison. Of, mm -hmm. of needing that external validation even even not even it's like for me like it, it wasn't even it used to be validation and then i unpacked validation i'm like all right validation you're my mission all right <laughs> like i'm not gonna be validated by anybody or anything and then i like deprived myself of validation and then i integrated it back i'm like okay i can accept some like i'm human mm -hmm. deserve to like feel a little bit you know but i was coming from the codependent side so i had to like kind of go cold, cold turkey in order to like make it make sense mm -hmm. right take it away and put and then integrate it back slowly. Now, what I did not realize was I was I don't know if it's because I'm the baby of my family, you know, um for so long. Like I'm the youngest sister, like I was the youngest family member in like my whole family like before the baby started coming out, you know, um younger by like 7 years with my sister, 10 years with my other sister. And like I was just always the youngest person in the room. Like, mm -hmm. I, every, every space I was in, I was the youngest person in the room. Like, everyone wanted to talk to me and, like, you know, get it, like, ask me questions. Like, I wasn't, but, like, still treated me like I was and invalidated me like I was. And, like, you know, I, I, I would have to fight to be heard. You know, I would have to, to fight to be seen or, like, like oh, you're, you, know, you don't know nothing. Like, you don't know shit. Like, what do you mean? Like that, and, like, that, like, does something to a person. I feel like I've been healing that for so long. But I also feel like especially romantically for me, I feel like I didn't realize how I always dated people that were at least like five to, you know, like six years older than me, long-term relationships, like, you know, not five to six, but like five to like you know, eight, whatever, like however the bracket was, usually around that, that uh, amount. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't realize, like, am I waiting for you to tell me what to do? You know? Mm -hmm. Cause like I'm gonna I'm not gonna listen, you know. First of all, but <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, is that just what I'm used to? Is that just what I feel like I need? Because that's what I've always been around. Like, like, am I looking for uh, an authority figure? Like, like, am I looking for a like someone to know better than me, or like to keep me grounded with what they are saying to me? Not by just creating a safe space for me to figure it out. That shit has like really rocked me recently. You know, I was like, hmm, hmm. Like certain different things came up where I'm like, well, why is that a thing? You know, like why do I feel like that about and why why have I only like gone about it in that way? You know, and not like you know people of my age or like, whatever the case is. You know, like why has it always looked like that? And, um, yeah, I think that that's it. I think I'm, like, you know, cracking that nutshell and getting to it mm. and uh, <laughs> seeing what the inside looks like. I think it looks like that, you know. Yeah. And 
uh, it's uncomfortable because then that has to make me feel because I, I like I said, like it doesn't mean I'm going to listen, mm-hmm. you know, but I think like subconsciously I wanted that. I thought that I guess I thought that's what security was mm-hmm. like and safety was like, oh, you you telling me like you're being like, oh, no, 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 I think you should do this. Plenty of people have told me that they think they should do this. And I've listened. And that shit was not working out for me. Straight up. Straight up not having a good time. You know? <laughs> so, like, trying to do something a little different, you know? Mm-hmm. Pivot a little bit. And just, like, in general. So, that's something. That's an observation that I have made for myself. And, like, a way that everything in which we're talking about, like, manifested for me in, like, this, like, subtle side pocket way oh, yeah. that I never realized up until, like, more recently. Mm-hmm. I think for me, um, uh, I am, I'm the middle child. So, mm. and I was always like the one in the room that like didn't get any attention. Like everybody else, like, you know, the baby's it's got all the, ti- the yeah, baby's got all the like baby thing. attention. The, the older kids were always like doing their own thing together. And I was just like the middle kid. So like, you know, I, I was just kind of stuck between like two polar, you know, polarities. And I was just like, well, those kids are too young for me to talk to because, like, they won't understand what I'm saying. The older kids don't want to talk to me. The adults don't want to de- – definitely don't want to hear anything from me. So I, I would get into a lot of um, romantic situations where I was trying to find somebody that would just listen, like, that would just be there and not not in the sense of, like, oh, I'm going to tell you what to do and you're going to listen, but more of, like, I wanted to feel heard. I wanted to feel like, you know – my voice mattered in a room. And I think that's why a lot of the time I would put myself in a box because I felt like I had to minimize, like lower the volume of the voice so that people would actually listen. Mm-hmm. But it would always upset me. And then I would always just go back to like raising it to full volume yeah, like and like making it listenable. <laughs> like, yeah. and it's like not even what you're trying to relay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, dealing with, with the people that I dealt with in the past, um, it really bothered me because I felt like I, I was never being heard. I felt like no matter what I said, no matter what I did, I was either not enough, too much, or I, they just didn't have enough time for me. They just didn't, they didn't care to have enough time for me because I was like, well, if they really wanted to have time for me, they would. And it would, it would bother me. And, uh, you know, in my younger years, I would get very, like, very out of character over things like that. Like, when I, when I was in, like, elementary school, I was a very emotional kid. And as I got into, like, middle and high school, you know, those emotions subsided. But, like, eventually I, I met certain relationships where, like, I was, like, completely out of character because I felt like I wasn't being heard. But at the same time, I was projecting that same energy onto the other person. They weren't being heard as well. And I feel like I was in a situation where because they weren't hearing me, I didn't care to hear what they had to say. I just wanted my voice to be heard. I wanted to be the one that actually, you know, somebody heard something and, and valued what I was saying. Mm. Um, so I didn't really care um, a lot of the time when I was in early high school. Um, and it would cause a lot of friction because I felt like a lot of um, the situations that I got myself into could have been solved if I had just listened a little bit and, like, been like, listen, I'll listen to you if you listen to me. You know, if if you can accept that I have something to say, then we can talk this out. If not, we should just go our separate ways at this point because I don't want to keep doing this. Yeah. And even in my most, like, recent, like, relationship, honestly, I really didn't feel heard at all. 
And I didn't feel seen either, you know? Like, I was just like, what am I doing here? Like, why, why am I dealing with this if, like, it's almost like I'm a ghost in my own house or, you know, I'm a ghost in my own relationship. I'm a, you know, I'm a ghost in my own life. And that's where, like, you know, the name Hueco came from because it was hollow in Spanish. So, you know, it's like I'm... Oh, damn, I'm sorry. I didn't even introduce you as that. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but um, <laughs> it is, it is um, I, you know, the idea of me being hollow. Um, and I, I, I did discuss this with you the other day is like, I have the, the two, I have the two, um, versions of like who I, who I would depict myself as I have stitch. Who's, you know, the one that is a stitched up version of all the opinions that have ever been made about me. And that is, you know, that, that part of myself that really resonates with everything that people says. And he takes it as like a, you know, almost like a badge and like wears it, um, but in reality, he's very, you know, self-conscious about all of it because he's like, you know, there's, there's so many voices mm -hmm. that is not even himself anymore. And then Hueco, on the other hand, would be that person that, you know, was never seen, was never heard. It's just kind of like the fly on the wall. You don't even notice them. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like a lot of my life I've felt both of those polarities and it's strange to me because I think about the sign of the Pisces is you know the two fish the the yin and the yang the black and the white um and it really does fit for both names because one is completely unseen and the other one is in the limelight and everybody sees but everybody also has an opinion whereas on the other hand again there is no opinion because how can you give an opinion to something that you don't even know exists? I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. In that process of like, you know, uh, not feeling heard and not feeling listened to, you know, not feeling seen. Were you listening to yourself? A lot of the time, no. Were you seeing yourself? And I take that in a sense because I was so focused on what other people were seeing that I didn't even give myself the time to see myself. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was acting out of character so much. Mm -hmm. Because I never looked at myself in the mirror in like, in like a figurative sense. Yeah. You know, I was never like, oh, let me take the time to actually look at myself and see what I'm doing to myself. I didn't You're just that. seeing what other people were doing to you when you looked at yourself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And I never really wanted to keep looking in the mirror because I was like, all these negative things that I keep seeing, I don't want to keep seeing them. Yep. I'm just going to disappear. And so again, Stitch and Hueco. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's time. I mean, if you're, if you're okay, I feel like it's like a vulnerable <laughs> thing to do on here, but like maybe it's time to like, you know, spend time with Jason. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely feel like I, I do need to spend that time with myself and I, I try to as much as I can now. Um, yeah. especially after my most recent relationship now that I have, um, you know, where I'm working now, I work with, um, kids in a, in a transfer school. So, you know, I, I take that time for myself when I'm home mm. because I know that like these kids in that school, like they didn't get seen or they had too many opinions about them. And that's why they're in the school that they're in, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like. They're almost like a reflection of me. So I have to be 
willing to accept who I am if I want to help them because I'm like, some of these kids don't feel seen, so I need to be able to see them. And you can only do that by truly seeing yourself, mm-hmm. which brings in like the embodiment and the integrity is like the more you see yourself, the more like this is how I trick myself into like doing this shit for myself. You know, still to this day mm-hmm. is like because like I didn't have the value on myself to do it for me. So I was like, oh, shit, people need me. Oh, shit, how do I optimally show up for them? Oh, I have to show up for me to show up for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, even though, like, it's crazy because some people just operate from the other way. They're like, oh, I have to show up for myself first. Like, naturally, like, I had to trick myself to show up for myself through being able to help other people more. And then innately, in, in doing that, like, I'm just, like, every time I, like, remember that, like, that's the process. Like, I love showing up for me. When I show up for me and I'm, like, authentically, like, I don't even know if I made the point before, like, when I was saying, like, the two different sides where, like, when I was working the event the other day, when I was sober at one side and, and you know, I, I had a sabbatical the other side, like, I was so authentically myself in, in all versions of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I found it funny. Like, I thought <laughs> I was hysterical. I was by myself in and, like, yes, I've seen people I knew, but I showed up to both of these places, one, to work by myself, and then the second, I showed up to, like, my fr- shout-out to Girl on the Rocks, you know? Like, I, I showed I, I showed up to, like, you know, support my friend and also to, like, just, like, you know, be outside. I was, like, outside all day. I, w- I wanted to dance. Like, mm-hmm. I was in two places, like, in two, uh, like, bar, restaurant-type places that, like, people go in groups of people. And I went by myself. And I just did me, like, I just did me. Like, yes, I, like, mingled with people at different times, like, different, like, folks that, like, but especially at the first one, there was, like, a long period of time where I was just by myself, like, just dancing, just, like, chatting, just doing my thing. Like, mm-hmm. I love that for me. Like, that's, like, as a super shy person, as a super, like, I'm not trying to be outside with everybody looking at me and, like, pulling up and just being, like, serving, like, this is who the fuck I am. Like, I'm not serving it to any, I'm serving it to myself. I'm serving it to myself. I'm serving myself a main course of me. Like, <laughs> you know, and and with dessert and an appetizer. Like, <laughs> and, and three drinks because, you know, ADHD, energy, hydration, and flavor. Right? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so, giving that shit to yourself, man, you feel good. Like, makes you want to do more. Yeah. Right? And that could look a lot of different ways. And every day just showing up. You know, you showing up here and you speaking about these topics and you saying the things that you, you're saying, like, you're showing up for you. Yeah. You know, you're showing up for you in an infinite time and space. Like, this time capsule, it will be trippy. I'm absolutely, like, like that. that's why I, I was so, like, quick to accept, like, your offer. Because I was, like, I, I like, this past, like, two months, I've just been trying to my best to show up for myself. When I got my first paycheck, I went to go see John Wick by myself. Yeah. I didn't text anyone. I didn't call anyone. I was yeah. like, oh, do you guys want to go see John? Nah. I was no, like, you know what? I'm John getting Wick. up. I'm going. That's I was it. like, I got up and I went to go see John Wick. Good and I was you. like, nah, that's fine. Um, and more recently, I've just been like doing a lot of things by myself. Like mm-hmm. after work, I always like there's a park by my job. So after work, I come out of work. I walk down the block. I sit in the park for like an hour. And then I go to the gym for another hour. And then I go home. So I'm like, you know what? Like. I don't need to have, like, a whole, like, entourage with me to get things done. Like, no. I can just 
choose you. Exactly. I can choose me and be happy in, in what I'm doing now. And get to know yourself. And it could be fun because you're like, oh, I fuck with me. Like, I'm pretty lit. Like, this is dope. And then the more you do that, the more that it comes across with other people. Mm. The more people have ex- access to that. If you don't think that of yourself, like, people are just going to see your potential and think that that's cool. But then yeah, we know how that works. You know yeah, what no. I mean? <laughs> and a lot of the time, like, when you're sitting there and you're like, oh, this person has potential. I've done it. And I know a lot of people that have done it to me. Yeah. That they're like, oh, this person has a lot of potential, but then like, I'm like let me destroy this. Yeah, yeah I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I'm, to I'm gonna, I'm gonna completely sabotage the image that they have of me in their head. Yeah, how I'm dare gonna... you have an image of me? Like, how <laughs> yeah. dare you? How dare you think this of me when I'm over here fighting my inadequacies already? Like, you think that makes you feel good? It's like because it doesn't. That's the thing that's crazy. Is like we think in our head that like projecting potential onto people like it's an honor to them. The fuck. Like, no, nah. <laughs> it does like, not feel good. It doesn't. It feels like so much pressure. And yeah, because it's like, damn, I'm supposed to. to be that. I'm supposed to look like what you told me. I'm like, oh my it's god. Like I'm supposed to be that and do that, and I'm also supposed to be that and do whatever I think I'm supposed to. I there's like so many different versions of what I'm supposed to be that I can't even accept myself in this. Everything, moment. everywhere, all at once. Don't you even, <laughs> sir? Yeah, thanks. This movie's chasing me, bro. <laughs> this movie's chasing me. Like, yeah, like every like it's like there's like you're like the third person on the literally on the podcast to say reference this movie. That's crazy. I finally watched it. I finally watched it. I understand. I get. I get why people told me to watch it. Like, I, I, I um, but yeah, yeah, that part, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, and it's just yeah. it. It feels so heavy, and that's why. Like now, I'm like, you know what? If I feel like going out with my friends. Mm-hmm. I'll hit them up and like if they you know if they're busy they're doing cool beans that just gives me the ample opportunity to go and do something that I want to do for myself mm-hmm. I'm just putting it out there because I'm like you know what maybe they would want to come do this with me but I'm hoping that they don't so I can go do something <laughs> with myself yeah so I don't even ask them that's it you just don't even ask them like you know like I literally like I'm I'm the person like like I, I, like shout out to my friend Brie like for real like for real, shout out to Brie, you know, like, uh, like our friendship has just evolved in such a beautiful way for like always, always evolving. And like, we're both like brats, you know what I'm saying? But mm. like in a good way, like that we both know it, you know, but in two different ways. Mm. So it's like we take turns, like it's like alternate side bratting, you know, and like, <laughs> <laughs> like so I'll be like, yeah, like, you know, oh, okay, like, oh, we're we gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Okay. Like, 20 minutes before the thing's going to be done, like, yeah, no, I think I'm actually really supposed to just, like, read a book by myself by this tree, and it's just not feeling like it's it for me anymore. Mm. It's like, okay, cool. Thank you for honoring yourself. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Like, and now, like, shout out to a lot of my friends. Like, actually, like, now in this day and age, because I'm doing that so much, like, I don't really have friends that get upset about that anymore. Oh, no, that's exactly how I feel, too. Because, like, like, um, literally my best friend, you Rango. Okay. The homie on the podcast. Yeah, Shout yeah. out. Shout um, out to uh, There's times where, like, you know, me and him will talk throughout the day. And I'll be like, oh, give me a call, like, later in the day, like, when, when you're free and stuff. He's like, yeah, I totally got you, bro. <laughs> it gets to, like, 9 o'clock. I'm like, you going to give me that call, bro? He's like, nah, I'm just not feeling it right now. Like, I'm, I'm just going to go, like, vibe. Like, I'm going to go draw in my room. And I'm like, you know what? Like. I mess with that guy. Valid, valid. Go for no, it. It's like it's the honesty. It's the honesty. As, as as long as people are 
honoring themselves and being honest with you, like not stringing you along. Like that's the thing. Like they just tell me. No, they that's just tell me. That's like, really like wanna... my biggest pet peeve when people like not only can they not be honest with me, but like they're not even being honest with themselves at they, that yeah, point. They don't have they they can't be honest with you because they can't be honest with themselves. They're like in denial. They're like in this fight in this war with themselves. And then they're br- they're pulling you into the arena to like be like, oh, don't you want a part of this? And it's like, bro, I did not buy tickets to this. This yeah, is no, like I, straight up. I was trying to be in the spa. Like you're trying to bring me to the Coliseum. Like we're word. just on two different type of timing. Let me free. Like, you no, know? and and that's what I could really say. Like that, I I very much appreciate like my friends for that because when they're not feeling up to it, mm-hmm. they come to me and they tell me they're like, listen, I'm just not feeling it right now, or like I'm a little too busy. I'm like, I'm completely fine with that. As long as you're just being straight up. Yeah. And it's like, it bothers me more when somebody is like, oh yeah, I'm going to do it. 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 And then like, I don't hear from them. Yeah. Like at all. Then they ghost. They ghost. Like that's like, like, I feel like very much so. That's like very much so like, uh, like like 90% of like my generation. Like, you know, there's some people that are like working it out, you know, but yeah, it's just like. Just tell me. Like, I've had to, like, broke it, break it down. Like, some of my, like, like really amazing friends I love so fucking much. They're such incredible people. We're just, it would just be, like, gone. Like, phone off. Like, just completely. And I, I'm an anxious person. Like, now I'm concerned. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, like, now I'm, like, worried I about care. you. I don't even care that, like, we're not doing what we set out to do. And, like, that changed the track through my day. I'm over it. Are you okay? Because now I'm just, like, you know, I don't like that. I just, like, just, you know. I like I Direct. I think I like personally when when they can be honest with me because it's like you took the you took the time even if you were feeling like shit yeah like you took that time to like Let me send know. me a text yeah now that leaves me no reason to really worry because mm-hmm. I'm like okay if it was something that serious mm-hmm. they would have just put me onto it yeah but they just need to take that time for themselves and I I can completely you know respect that. Whereas there, there's times where I've heard, you know, I've had people in my past just like throw shit on me and then disappear, and I'm like, don't do that. Like I'm an overthinker. Don't do that. Don't don't yeah, don't, don't, don't do put that. me in it's a position where I'm sitting there and like getting anxious because I'm Goes like, yo, what happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? Yeah. Oh my god, no. Nah. That's why, I like, yeah, like if you're not gonna tell me what it is. Don't tell me there's a thing to is about. Because I like, start to overthink. I'm just gonna, like, now I'm like, now my brain's like, but what if it's like this? What if it's like that? But now I'm, I have to be honest. Now at this point in my life, I, I could, I could shut it off. Like, I like pretend that I can't, you know, because like, tell me anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, in reality, it doesn't shake me the way it used to. Mm. I'll just be like, all right. Divine try, divine timing, <laughs> divine timing. You know, like whatever. Like if you, you can't like. I got to trust, you know, because then because you try to force things. And when you force things like, listen, I've, I've been big on forcing things, even though I did not think I did. Mm-hmm. Because I'd be like, but I'm coming from my heart. like, But I mean it from like my, the depths of my soul. Like, how could that be bad? Like, mm-hmm. nah, it can be, you know, force is force. And when you force something, you push it, you're pushing something away. Like, that's just. I feel like when when I hear when I hear like force because I've done it in the past I've had people do it to me in the past you know yeah. um, when I hear force it's like I I think of again a tree you know you got to bend before you break and now if you're just forcing 
a tree. It's you're gonna just, snap before it even has a chance wood. to bend. You're just like, like chopping voids, like kicking them through. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, let me let me force it to bend. You're you're taking it and you're just snapping it. Yeah. So Which it has no chance. Pieces. It's exactly. Not, it's like when even think about when you rip a piece of paper. You rip a piece of paper. You don't even try to like put an indent in it or anything. Like you don't rip it straight. Like yeah, it's like it, it's like all like, over the oh, place. Yeah. It looks like a lightning bolt. If you take and like fold it, you put a little put a little thumbnail. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And you, get, and you like, and then it comes out ease. It's like when you cut in, like when you when you wrap in Christmas gifts, mm-hmm. right? And you take the scissors, and then you just like, you know, instead of like, and then it's like it frees up, and then it's all yeah. fucked up. You know? <laughs> it's just like, yo, just chill, bro. Like, just chill. Like, it's like I realize that sometimes of myself, I'm like, ah, you know, there's that song that circulates on Instagram recently, and he goes like, ah, he. Pulled me into her chest and said to loosen up. Thought I was loose enough. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, and that every time I hear that, I I release the tension to my shoulders. I'm like, damn, I thought I was loose enough. God damn, like I was shit. Like I'm holding that stress in my shoulders. Like, like take a breath, bro. You know, like why I'm so tense? And it's like, why not? Yes, why not? Because look at the life that look at everything around us. Everything yeah. everywhere all at once. You know, so well, of course. Like, yeah, of course we're gonna be <laughs> tense and like you know in like tense. a defensive uh, position. Yeah, especially being sensitive, like especially like feeling everything at the same token too. Like of course you're like kind of bracing. You're like you, you know going in like you know me cans are being like going to my show. Like, I'm, like mm. I physically like get more in, you know. But then it's just like just leave, <laughs> like whether it's a mindset. Or whether it's uh, a, a physical place, like, leave so you can, it doesn't mean you don't have to process it, doesn't mean you have to avoid it, but, like, if you literally can't process anything, you can't process anything in that state. Mm-hmm. You need to loosen up, you know, and, 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 and to, in order to understand why you were tense in the first place. You can't, you don't even realize you're tense unless you loosen up. Mm-hmm. That's why now, like, um, a lot of the time when I'm feeling any kind of, like, stress or anything like that mm-hmm. i i either go right i go watch anime or i like do something for myself because i'm like if i sit here and like allow it to build it's it's gonna turn into like a grenade and i yeah. don't need that no. so um i try to like release that tension by just you know like if i'm feeling angry i'll go to the gym because i'm like you know what like this is this is where i can release that excess energy that doesn't need to be here and it's still beneficial yeah. on me and it has nothing to do with anybody else i'm not exploding on somebody and like you know cursing them out i could just be like you know what it is what it is i'm gonna go to the gym i'm gonna get some gains and then i'm gonna go home and rest yeah it's um, good to have an outlet you need we need to have a physical outlet we need to be able to like like back in the day, like in our in our tribes and our communities, like it was like lifting up wood, chopping wood, carrying water. Like there were so many things that we had to do that would get this emotion out of us. I would actually, know? I was actually discussing this with um, I I believe it was Rangel, um, that um, when I see like back in the day, like tribes and stuff, um, and this is like very, you know, I don't know if it's off topic, but I'll just go into it, um. So back in in those tr- tribal eras, like the people, like the men would go out and they would have to hunt, and there there were certain like duality, like there was a duality to both men and women. Now, 
men would go out and they would, you know, hunt their food, blah, blah, blah. But if a man was, like, too lazy or, like, they didn't get up early enough or whatever the case may be, they risk the entire tribe dying. Because it's not like we had refrigerators back then. It's not like we had anything to, like, preserve the food. Not to mention your food has legs. It is running away from you. So if you don't get up early enough, by by the end of the day, your food's gone. Yeah. So it's like, are you going to risk your whole tribe, like, starving? And then, you know, bringing it back home, like, they just went out on, like, you know, what, however long it was to go hunt the animal and bring it back. Now they have to chop it up. And who's, who's at, you know, who's in the tribe teaching everybody, you know, about where to put the weapons, how to, you know, how to collect, you know, the things that we need to make clothes, um, berries so that we can make juice or, you know, whatever, you know, we're going to eat um, with the the meat and things like that. So I feel like the duality of men and women to me is very interesting mm-hmm. because I feel like in today's society, like we kind of do have that problem of like people don't accept that they are who they are, you know? Um, and if, if we had that same issue back when tribal era, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't, we wouldn't exist simply because all those tribes would be dead Mm -hmm. because there were certain responsibilities that needed to be taken care of and they did not have time to waste. Mm -hmm. And that's what. It was literal life and death. It's like those mm -hmm. memes where it's like my ancestors were over here, like, like, you know, uh hunting to survive and i'm over here having a panic attack in the supermarket you know it's just like it just puts it in perspective you know mm-hmm. what i mean like, not to say it's invalid but just be like like that's me bro like for sure like definitely be having like panic attacks in the supermarket it's like my thing you know it's how i made some friends actually <laughs> could you not like shout out to lena and trader joe's because that's how we became friends i was freaking out you know but um yeah, because we just have different things that bring us to survival, like fight or, fight or flight, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I think that there's even more to, like, unpack and elaborate there. I think that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, you know? definitely. But just to also acknowledge what you said and, like, to, to honor that, that wisdom in the words that you're speaking of, like, you're absolutely right, and I definitely agree with that. And there's also, like, the middle roles, too, mm-hmm. for the more masculine women, the, the, the feminine man, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, it, it, it's like, but at the end of the day, like, when you had to go to war, like, you had to go yeah. with your, with, you know, with what you were, you know? And, um, but there was space for the in-between. Mm-hmm. There was space for the in-between. Absolutely. And that was honored and re- and revered, actually. Like, that, they were, like, looked at as, like, some of the most powerful people in the tribes, you know? I think that, like, a lot of people don't know. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do when feeling these things and, and, and sensations and emotions. And it's like, like, well, who's teaching anything either? Mm-hmm. Like, we're only getting spoon-fed, like, oh, well, this is how you liberate yourself, and this is that, and this is that. And it's like, but, like, wait, wait, wait. Let's go back to origin story. Like, nobody knows their role. Yeah. It's not just, like, the in-between, the this, the that, the women, the men. Like, nobody knows their role. Yeah, everybody's kind of just walking around lost. Just fucking, what is it? Uh, Like, what is it not, what do they call it when you're not doing anything? When you're not taking any medication or something? Like, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, so, like, it's just, like, uh, it's, like, when you're just out there just doing doing it, like, freely. You know what I'm saying? Like, anything. Uh, I remember, but it's inappropriate. So, 
<laughs> so, um, but yeah, like with that being said, you know, seeking within and like seeking within like communities of stuff to like validate ourselves by literally just being and showing up as we are. The people that are for you are going to love that about you. They're mm -hmm. going to embrace that about you. They are going to support that about you. And like, you're not going to have to question or doubt for a moment. Like you're not like, and if you do, like it'll quickly be erased by like the love that's met you in those spaces, you know? It's plenty of times, like, even within my community that I, like, that is my extended family upstate, you know, is, like, there's times where I've been, like, oh, my God, do I belong here? Like, am I indigenous enough to be here? Like, mm -hmm. like, but, you know, like, I, like, I grew up in the city, like, you know, <laughs> like, I'm just trying so hard to, like, get back to my roots, you know? And it's, like, um, you know, just also being a mixy kid, like, it's, like, never feeling like I fit anywhere, mm -hmm. too, you know? And, like, having carrying all of that with me and all of this projecting it everywhere. Like, anything I did wrong, like, oh, my God, it's, yeah, it's because I'm not supposed to fuck be here because I'm not worthy <laughs> of it. Like, that's what it is. That's what it is. You know, and, like, doing that, watching them watch me do that, you know, but not realizing that they seen what I was doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, like, them loving me. Them loving me in that space, you know. Let me sweat, though. Don't, like, don't get, a, don't get <laughs> twisted. They let me sweat for sure. They're, like... Let's let let's let her think this for a little bit. Yeah, so let's she let her get it out of her system for yeah, a little yeah, bit, yeah. and then like we'll and then still we'll, show. Then we'll love break it down. Yeah, then we'll come back in and be like, oh, okay, like, but we love you though. Mm. And I'm like, I've been attacking myself for like a half hour. But no, just, my, you know? I I could say that I definitely like feel that way about a lot of my friends now, yeah. because like in the past I would definitely get it myself into like groups of people that like it, it was just not right for me, mm -hmm. and I would be like. Yeah, this is totally like perfect. This is okay. Yeah, this is totally good. <laughs> um, and then like when I when I see my friends today, and like the people that I talk to today, I'm like, why why was I ever dealing with the people in the past that I was dealing with? And I'm like, you know, I yeah, feel so lucky. By, you know, I feel so lucky to have a lot of my friends because it's like, no matter who I am, no matter who I show up as, whether whether I'm, you know venting to them about some girl that like you know i i like or whatever or like i'm really you know coming to them with some like profound knowledge that like i feel like they need to hear like they accept me in in all aspects of what i'm feeling or and how i'm you know how i am and i think the best part about the friends that i have now is that when they're not capable of holding that capacity like capacity they simply just say like we can talk about this another day. Like yeah. we can talk about this like another time. It's maturity. It's like being able to like when you, and when you're deprived of that, like when you're deprived of like people not having that capacity and then you receive it like in any aspect, it's like this fucking exists. Like yeah. what the fuck? You know? So oh my God, no. <laughs> I was going off on like a tangent about this girl that I was like interested in mm -hmm. to, to Rangel. And you know, he gives me like a little bit of wisdom and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but, and he's like, no, 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 we're not doing this. We're not doing this. I'm going to go draw. I'll talk to you another day. And he hung up on me. I was like, are you serious? He just hung up on me. But, like, I called him back, like, a week later, and I was like, dude, thanks. Because, like, I was really going in on myself about this whole situation. He was like, I can tell. That's why I hung up on you. I was like, I love you, but, like, you're an ass. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Uh, he's definitely a special one. Really yeah. got bad love for him, man. 
<laughs> but yeah, like it's it's great to have people like that, you know, and it's like I feel like I'm very much so that friend in a lot of ways. And I also have those friends for me, you mm. know, and like, yeah, it's 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 so important. It's so important to just like to to be like to have someone check in and be like, yo, am I bugging? And it's like, yeah, but like, I love you. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, no, like it, it really it really did hit me when when he hit me with that, because I was like. I don't think I've ever had anybody tell me that I was just straight up bugging. Yeah. Like they it just let me good, they just actually. let me like go off on a tangent and then I'm like when silently I, judge you like yeah. you know or whatever. But like for is. him he was like nah bro I'm I'm just I'm not entertaining it right now. Yeah because he he's valuing himself and he's like I don't got the space for that like I don't got the space for this bullshit respectfully I love you though peace you know. And I was <laughs> like you know what like I re- like I really respect him for doing that because I was like that that showed me that like I don't always have to like indulge. In things that I don't want to indulge in. Yeah. Like, he loves himself enough to do that. And that's and like, you can do that, too. And that's what he tries to teach me, even, like, because we teach each other a lot of things. And of the one thing that I've definitely learned from him is, like, just, if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. Like, you have to hold that respect for yourself first. Regardless of how it's going to make others feel, regardless of how others are going to look at you, you just, you just got to straight up just be like, listen, this is it. This is how it is. Like, period. Come as you are. Like the whole time, mm-hmm. like just come as you are. Like you need to be okay with how you are before you think how other people are going to be okay with you. Mm-hmm. Like first yourself, second other people. No matter who it is, no matter who, what, where, whatever, good, bad, anything between, you first. And it's crazy because I got to actually like watch him kind of grow into it this past like year, and it was just like the most amazing experience of watching my friend like grow into a better like a newer version of himself and mm-hmm. just seeing like that level of respect that he has for himself it makes me want to respect myself because i'm like if my if my brother has like that much respect for himself like and he's still dealing with my shit like i gotta respect myself a little more like i gotta <laughs> i gotta i gotta, I gotta fix my crown a little yes, bit yes exactly but that's the, that's what it's all about and that's how you know you're around the right people when they make you want to evolve not because they're telling you mm-hmm. but because you're inspired mm-hmm Absolutely, absolutely. Beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Well, listen, I feel like we we covered a lot, and I really, really, it's been an honor to have you on here. I I, I very much again appreciate you having me here. It was uh, actually an honor to be yeah. you know welcomed on. No, it was like it was funny because like you know we were talking about the other podcast initially. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just like, you're trying to come on the podcast tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I could talk to my supervisor and see if I can come on. Yeah, and then I was like, wait, 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 wait. I don't want you to take off work. Hold on. You know, and it's like, it, but that's the uh, the boundaries within myself that I could, I'm I'm honoring. Mm-hmm. That's why I was able to identify that, you know, too. And I was honored that you wanted to do that. But anytime someone tells me they have to take off work, I'm like, nah, like, you know, let's like, let's see if there's another option. Mm-hmm. And then if there is no other option, then yeah, you know what I mean? And that's. Like, it, we, we work it out from there, you know, where it can be honorable for everybody, you mm-hmm. know, for, for Kenny, for you guys, for me. And, uh, you know, today was, like, tight schedule, you I, know? I do appreciate the, the accommodations because uh, it, it, I definitely had to, like, you know, go home, drop off a couple things. And, like, by the time I was on my way here, I was like, am I, am I going to be late? Oh, my God, no. We were, and we were exactly <laughs> on time. Yeah. We were exactly on time, and that's the thing, too. It's, like, I felt like, you know, because... 
because you know which thank you for also like squeezing into your day and like making it happen mm -hmm. you know and it's like i had the the radio show and then after the radio show i had therapy and then and, and in between therapy and the radio show i had to eat something you know and, then, and, and i was like that was very tired and i was like no you can't be tired right now it's okay if you're tired but like mm -hmm. you know drink some water like let's do this and then you know the bus and like all that yeah, it was just, but it worked out yeah we we got it done exactly right and we did a fucking phenomenal job and i love that for us i love it for you individually i love that for me individually and then also for everyone listening and whoever will listen and for us to go back and listen to that and get whatever pieces and gems that we need whenever we need to yeah this you is know? definitely something uh i'm gonna come back to a couple more times after it's posted yeah as you should you know i recommend that to everybody because it's like this is just as much yours as it is mine these episodes mm -hmm. you know so before we go i am going to hmm. Hmm. you know i haven't been i read from this book the other day but what is today the ninth yeah okay i like nine would you like to read it should i i would love you to yeah See. I feel I always feel like a teacher when I do that to people. So from here, right? Yeah, the, the whole page. Okay. Unless you want to split the paragraph, we could really make it school. <laughs> <laughs> do you often do what others want you to or put the needs of others first? Or do you sometimes right. put yourself first, say no when you need to, and do things that feel right to you? Assertive behavior can be difficult. Being assertive doesn't often make others happy give others what they want take care of everyone else's needs or fulfill their image of you as someone who bends over backwards for others but assertive people have learned to stand up for themselves and express their true feelings they don't let others take advantage of them and are able to let go of the feeling that they have to cave in to the pressures and demands of others while being assertive may be hard, especially when it may, means doing or saying things that may not be viewed favorably by others, it is your way of protecting yourself. To learn how to be assertive, simply learn to say no. To working overtime, to making dinner every night, or to volunteering to head up a project. Standing up for your, and protecting your rights not the wants or needs of others is what being assertive is all about that's actually very deep i like that this is like perfect for i really like, like right that. after like this book does the thing it always does the thing i have to say peace of mind book and then mind platter this book i had got um in oregon mm -hmm. at this like new and used bookstore mm -hmm. and it was, it was so far i like looked at it to see now i was like it was a used one and i was like what is that watercolor eyes mind flatter that sounds like it's for me you know and i opened it up and it was just like oh shit that's where that was good to know good to know um but <laughs> i opened up to a page and i was just like not look at what me joking hold on hold on hold on hold on me joking right i said i opened up to a page that's crazy okay in this page it just said like literally Got everything. <laughs> it says open up your eyes and it says I wonder, you know, so 
but just put that, I'm going to put this here so I could go back to that in a moment. And, um, yeah, so I'm going to also take, I'm going to pull from this deck right here, from this chakra deck. I was feeling called to pull some cards before we conclude. For anybody that's listening that feels resonant for them, to you know receive any message or information anything that they might be open to um, at this time whenever that time is for you and i pray in a good way creator to allow me as a vessel to pull a card for all of us that need to hear a message to how to show up you know more authentically or just as we are in full acceptance of that in the best way, like what could benefit from us doing that here and now, maybe be protected as this in this moment and moving forth in our life to just continue to honor ourselves and do the best we can. I'm like, I don't think it's that loud and like <laughs> out there beyond the headphones, but so throat chakra came up. And it says isolation. (laughs) And let's get into the story of it. Sapphire is blue. A childlike playfulness hidden under the sapphire's serious, elegant exterior. This card denotes wealth and ability to do anything well trust and loyalty are indicated sapphire also has great capacity for healing isolation i've got all i ever could need right now the legend sapphire blue occasionally gets invited somewhere but invariably he turns down the invitate turns the invitation down after all what would he wear he bought a tux once just in case but won't wear it because he might spill something on it besides going out would alter his routine he's tried to meet people but hasn't met anyone of his caliber. So Sapphire stays home and remains quite blue. Inspiration. Do not wait for the right time to live your life. You are on the verge of something big, but if you don't participate, if you don't participate, it, it could pass you by. Personal inquiry. Sapphire does not know the difference between isolation and solitude, do I? Let me reread that. Sapphire does not know the difference between isolation and solitude, do I? Key ideas, self-protection, making excuses, over-preparing, never feeling ready to take action. Keywords, celebrating experiences and play. Meditation, think of something that you've been putting off. A vacation, a calling of a friend, painting the house. Close your eyes and imagine yourself totally involved in that activity. Come back, to, come back when you are ready. Now take action with that much simpler. I'll read it again. Thinking of thinking of think of something that you've been putting off. A vacation, calling a friend, painting the house. Close your eyes and imagine yourself totally involved in that activity. Come back when you are ready. 
now taking action will be that much simpler. Word. Valid. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, I I brought that. I brought those other two ones that I don't even. That I, I feel like I'm not even gonna pull from there. But what I will leave you guys off on is because I did show you this poem book, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do the thing. I'm gonna do the thing, and I will leave you off on that. And also, real quick, a little plug, little little sneak peek. I wanted to bring my candles for my line, Ashes and Herbs. So you guys are getting the first look at it. These are the new sun and moon candles that are getting dropped soon. So if you could smell them, like I wish y'all could smell them through here. But definitely check out ashesandherbs.com. And um, yeah, they're incredible. I'm really excited, really, really, really excited to make them. And feel free if you wanted to check them out. But like, oh my god, I'm obsessed with them. I'm not gonna lie. Like, they're like, wow, I, this is really good. I literally like, I, I was a mad scientist when it came to like making these scents. I sat down and was just like, it was a lot. It was a lot, but it was worth it. It was worth it. I'm like obsessed with them. But nah, you did a great job. Thank you so much. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. I really appreciate it. And like the ex explanation of what they are, essentially, is just to invoke different things out of yourself: the masculine, the feminine, the the yin, the yang. You know, mm -hmm. this on the moon, right? So. What is it that we need to hear to conclude this podcast? The new normal. We live in a world where you're more likely to be questioned if you're kind than if you are rude. It's as if rudeness has become something that we accept or expect, but kindness makes us wonder what the person's hidden intentions are. It's deeply saddening and hypocritical that one who chooses kindness has to question his or her intentions and wonder how others will perceive this kindness. What is even sadder is that the world has come to accept this as a norm. We raise our children to believe that goodness only exists in them and the outer world is out to get them. We want to protect them, so we warn them. From our point of view, we are doing the right thing. In reality, we are setting them up to see the worst in people, and consequently, we are scarring them from taking any risk. When we silence their vulnerability and their ability to trust others, we rob them of the beauty of connecting with other human beings. Hmm. That's deep. Yeah. The other one is too, but I don't even feel like that's for everybody. But like, that's like an intense ass title, right? Mm -hmm. Keep y'all on your toes, mind your business. <laughs> All right, so thank you so much for tuning in with us and check us out next week. It's also going to be a Tuesday podcast, so... Yeah, thank you for having this new time with us and this new experience. Thank you so much for pulling up. Of course. It's so good course. to see you and chat with you. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, your life experience, and for being vulnerable on here and being able to like put yourself out there, you know, for thank yourself. You. Thank because. you for allowing the, the space for it. Of course. Of course. It's an honor to hold the space. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.